This, ladies and gentlemen, is the Flash and the Fat Steak podcast. Tonight, for your listening pleasure, it's Flash and the Fat Steak, 105.3 FM. This is 10 Radio. Welcome to the sauna. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tad warm. Where the hell's this weather come from? All of a sudden, winter seems to have stopped, and summer is bang. Yeah, um, it's almost as if um, Mother Nature had an epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute, there's something I forgot to do. <laughs> I forgot Ooh, to turn on summer. That's it. <laughs> you could have some sunshine. Yeah, so here we are, sunshine. Lovely. Sadly... I don't have a nice open-top sports car to swoosh down here in. No. I've got a motorbike, though. I mean, did you bring it? No. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was about as much use as a kick in the teeth, wasn't it? Really? And the information you gave me, I've left it over there. Hang on. Ah. Oh. Oh, it's amateur hour. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there we go. There we come. Back well, in a room. Russell. Russ. <laughs> yeah. Um, hello, it's ladies like and gentlemen. BBC Radio Three. All of a sudden, really? Yeah. Have you ever listened to that? Yes. <laughs> I was laughing at a woman in a car who drove past me the other day. What was I was she, sat in traffic. What was she doing? She playing along the show. Full Pam? blast. Radio Three. Yeah. Full blast. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Windows down. I sort of looked at her. I was like, Are "You sure?" Some banging classical tunes. Mm-hmm. Don't want a bit of Radio Four. But Radio Three's going a little bit. Mm. What was she driving? A Polo. <laughs> so much for VAG taking over the world <laughs> since 1937. 37, that's it. Yeah, check me out. I've done, well. a, bit of, I've done a bit of research for that. <laughs> Would you like to advertise? What? Check out flashandfatstig.spreadshirt.co.uk. Yes. Come buy yourself some official merchandise. Yeah, it, it's taken us long enough, but we got there. We don't make any money on this. You realise that? Yeah. You can look good though. Yeah. I've ordered. I've ordered one in pink. Is there a pink option? No, I'm joking. Is there nothing? No. <laughs> no pink option, mate, I'm afraid. It's not even a woman's range yet. Is it? No, no. Is it just men's classic? Yes. Yeah, we haven't got any... Like, we will update it, though. And, and we there promise will be we won't do Something for everyone. Too risque, though. What? We're not, we're not going... This T-shirt with it says Vag in big letters. <laughs> True, but I am wearing a T-shirt that says... I don't yes. even know if I'm allowed to say I had, that. I, I, I'm a muff. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do explain to my children what that meant the other day, but we'll go down that route another day. Um, yes. Hello. Welcome. Uh, we're, we're here for less than an hour now because we spent the last two minutes just talking about rubbish. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Welcome to our show. Uh, Flash and the Fat Stig. Uh, I'm the Fat Stig. I'm Flash, he sometimes. <laughs> Not with that, Mac. No. Um, and we're here for an hour of motoring and motor sport. Motor or sport. Motor or sport. There's a proper. What's sport. happening then? Well, Not a lot, really. Well, um, actually, lots I thought lots you had said you had a moan. Yeah, well, I do, really. But I've completely forgotten what it was about. So have I. <laughs> However, I have one of my own. Excellent. I'll what, have a think well, a minute. I say moan. Yeah. Um, driving here this evening, part of my journey was over a bit of road that had been resurfaced. Oh, right, okay. So they spread down the old tunnel and just chuck a load of chippings. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You yes. all know those where you could drive along that says 20 mile an hour skid risk, and you think, excellent, I will do that. Sideways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like you do. Obviously. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, this bit of track, sorry, this bit of track, this bit of road had been nicely done. Yes. But it was about three inches deep. I can only assume they had an excess of stone and just went, quick, just chuck it down there, no one will know. It was like driving through snow. <laughs> Did you see every plough on the front? You should have seen the amount of windows I broke. <laughs> there were stones flying <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I was all right, it was the ones behind me that were struggling. It's <laughs> like an episode of Monty Python. <laughs> um, uh, I can go with that, actually, because mm. I went and picked my new bike up, mm. uh, and the bottom of, of his road was exactly the same. So there I am, trying to go in first gear, going like this, going over, and trying not to sort of just go a little bit too far one way or the other and just look a complete fool. So, we've gone from one extreme to the other. Potholes galore. Yes. Of, of which there are still <coughs> many, number 10 Downing Street, if you're listening. M5. Uh, every road, I think, well, across yeah. the entire nation. Um, there are still millions of potholes. However, the bits you've decided to resurface are three inches deep in <laughs> blessed chippings. We'll be having... It'll be like like it was last year with the snow. Yeah. Lack of salt. It's going to be lack of chippings. Yeah. The thing is, we, we're going to get accused of just being a couple of grumpy old men in a minute. You know True. That. True. I'm, I I've, am. I've remembered what my moan is now as well, so I can carry on. Excellent. Okay, yeah. So I am a grumpy old man. Um, um, but um, I'm in training. Where <laughs> you're my prodigy, <laughs> Padawan. Um, yes. You have a lot of work to do. Mm. Um, right there we go. That's my moan over. Well, no, Don't do so many chippings. Fill, oh, use, use the excess though. to fill in the potholes. I do like that though. It's like they've got like a sign that says "Beware chippings." <laughs> right. Well, hang on a minute. You need to be making sure you're wearing a helmet in the car. Yeah. Just in case anything comes through the windscreen at you. It's a bit. Sorry, Gromit, that was a bit thick. Yeah, just a little. Wallies. What are you doing? Come on, think about it. I know we like a moan and a groan. We don't. It's really. constructive. Do you know, we'd like to come on this show and not have anything to moan about. We'd like to have positive However, things to say. However, the world is full of hashtag morons. Yes. Now, there we go. Right, your moan. Yes. Sir. Um, what are your thoughts on this year's coverage of the TT? Um... Have you watched any at all? At all? Like even five minutes? You haven't, have you? No. Oh. I'll be honest. Mate. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be Mate. My hectic schedule hasn't allowed it. Oh, of course it's not. No. Nine o'clock of an evening. Yeah. Every evening. Mm. For the last week. Yeah. Uh, or not. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, I'd forgotten until Monday. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> And I had actually been looking forward to it. Yeah, you've missed half of it. I know. Most of it. But gathering all of from it. your comments earlier, yes. the coverage is something I'm well, pretty glad I've this missed. Is, this, is, this is what I've come on to, really. And 
to be honest with you, it's it's been the easiest to access um, that it ever has been. I think I've got an app for my unnamed phone, mm-hmm. um, which pretty much tells it all for you. Right. It gives you Manx Radio, so you can listen live. It gives you all the results. It gives you rider profiles. Is that that app I pointed you in the direction? Yes. Excellent. It was yes, as good as it's it looked. Very, very good. You know, and you've got covered coverage every night, available in HD as well. But in my opinion, it's not good enough. ITV have done a really, really good job, better than they ever done, but they're still falling short. In what way are they? I don't think they're covering enough people. I don't think it's fair. It's very much like it is when you try and watch. I don't know most things nowadays. I suppose they only say if you're watching match of the day, the big teams only get get the biggest chair of the coverage. But if you're Stoke City, you get two minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, gathering the fact that Taiko Suzuki have been absolutely useless this year and need, yes, things doing to them, um, Guy hasn't even figured, really, and you haven't really seen any of him. So basically what you're trying to say is you haven't seen enough of your man crush, have you? Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it isn't like that at all. But you've got the first four or five guys, and that's it. I mean, like I said to you downstairs earlier... um, Norton have entered another bike again this mm. year and as far as I could understand they were just going to race it in the senior which is tomorrow and that was going to be it oh yeah now we'll get practicing but from what I've heard and what I've read about it actually they actually raced in the superbike race and they've actually blown up two or three engines <laughs> trying to f- develop this bike for this year at the TT um, and what do we know about it? Nothing yeah, didn't put even two minutes yeah Michael Dunlop has probably got all of the. Uh, yes, well, I'd like I'd like to say a few things about him, but I know there's probably people out there who really sort of appreciates what he's done for the sport. You know, he's he's honestly, I don't know, he's, he's on a fine line of being completely mental and being incredibly good, and he's kind of, in my opinion, he's sort of teetering, and he's he's eventually he's just going to fall off. Do you think it's, it's the old saying, isn't it? There's there's a fine line between genius and insanity. Yes. Is it the same sort of thing? I think he's him? probably a little bit more insane than he is genius. Is he just? I think that's just how he's full getting on, away. Throttle down and just yeah. everywhere. I mean, they've been saying, oh, he's been conserving the bikes and all this, but you watch him. If you can get hold of a a copy of the last night's race that they put on, how he did not end up killing himself last night, I do not know. Because he he came around the corner, his front brake locked up, and the whole bike shimmied. I've I've never seen a bike go like that before. I was like, I mean, some of his performances have been absolutely outstanding. I must admit. Oh yeah, you, you can't fault the guy really in that respect. I mean, there was there was one a bit like the Northwest 200 where we said maybe we went from like seven seconds down to two yeah. seconds of the lead. He done the similar sort of thing, didn't he? He yeah. was like um, five seconds behind, one by over two seconds mm. in the last lap yeah. on a stock bike. Yeah. Uh, on bad tyres but I think a lot of that is down to him being slightly (laughs) (laughs) so Michael Dunlop we we, we applaud you yes um, best book yourself in before you hurt yourself but surely surely uh, TT racing and road racing in general requires you to have a bit of that slight nuttiness about you I don't disagree 
more so than MotoGP. Oh yeah, yeah, that doesn't take anything really. If you've, I know you, you're on a bike that's 200 odd horsepower, but you've got runoffs. You know, you can flat throttle it everywhere. You can't at the TT because if you get one corner slightly wrong, t- too much throttle, too less throttle, you're off. So you know, the guys are incredibly skilled, incredibly focused. You know, they want to do what they want to do, and you can tell that because they're so meticulous if you watch there's a two part video on YouTube where Guy talks you through a a lap and he knows every bump of that 37 miles (laughs) so you can tell that they're obsessed with what they're doing because they want to make sure they get every second Mm. everywhere they can but it's just one of those to me it's not just him being excellent I think he's going to have to be very careful just personally but it's ITV need to sort their coverage out as well. Show a bit of everything rather yeah. than just concentrate. You know, on the top. I mean, um, I mean, how long's the show? An hour? Yeah, and it you oh, they spend three quarters of an hour. If there's one race, they'll put the the, the race over about three mm. quarter hour slots. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you'll only hear about the first five or six guys. The thing is, with a channel like ITV Four, and I know they've got other shows that they they're probably contractually obliged to repeat and everything else. British touring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They devote an entire day to the British touring cars. Why? I'm not quite sure. Well, don't they? So, how many how many races are there? How many events are there in a year? I don't know. Ten, fifteen. Too many. So that's that's fifteen days a year. Yeah. That are covered completely by the start um, to finish. Fr- yeah, exactly. From start to finish by the British touring cars. So surely, a perhaps either run live coverage throughout the day. Every day, it's a week for crying out loud. Yeah, what's one week of losing some other programming? I've got another gripe there. Right. As well. So you can either have it do that or do a two-hour yeah. highlights package at the end of each day. Yeah, because I'm sure there's enough more. action. People, they, people. they must cut out immense bits of footage. Thing is, I I don't know what rules and regulations there are as regards to where you're allowed to be and what you're allowed to film either mm. you know I mean obviously they, they get a certain amount of helicopter footage because across the mountain that's phenomenal yeah. it's very difficult I mean you, you need to be able to persuade the guys to put the back cameras on the bikes um, but yeah you're probably right there is pr- I would say there's probably enough footage to be able to do that mm. I mean obviously everything's electronic now and there's no cutting and pasting no, or any of that sort yeah, of they, thing I mean they can do it I mean they do it I mean during the Grand Prix if you press the red button on I, I don't know whether BBC do it I know Sky yeah. press the red button you can go to a highlights package that's constantly rolling and yeah. constantly updating so I, TV coverage could be so much better than it is when you and me run the country maybe well place. this is it and yeah, too much tennis ITV. Yeah, well, I noticed they've started showing that. The French Open. Yes, every single match. Well, again, they've paid for that. They're contractually obliged. Yeah, to but they're it. doing that just to upset BBC because they've got wind. Mm. <laughs> Stop wasting money on stupid sport. Yes. Bring back grandstand. <laughs> <laughs> At least with grandstand. Desmond Lineman. Oh, I got a guy that I work with that looks like Des Lineman. There you go. He's fantastic. He's amazing. Anyway, no, seriously, bring back Grandstand. Oh, yeah, you used to get a really good mix of stuff, didn't you? Yeah, and then you'd have, a, like, an afternoon of WRC Whatever. live. Yeah. Or, yeah or I mean, it's, it was so or, diverse. It used to be gymnastics hill climbing and then and, you know, horse racing. Everything. And rallycross. And but uh, tr- the trouble is, I know there are so many channels nowadays and the BBC can't afford to pay for everything. But there you go. Hey. What can you do? Well, we, well that's pretty good. I'm quite happy with that. 
<laughs> we've, we've put every single TV person to rights there, really, haven't we? Well, yeah. Within reason. Yeah. I still don't really agree with the whole splitting and pay-per-view business either. But we, We're still on about MotoGP now. Well, any of it, really. I mean, I, I don't necessarily agree with the F1 channel. No. No, no I mean, I don't, don't think none of us do. And there, are, there are still a lot of bitter people out there over that. I must admit, Sky do a vaguely good job on it, and it's better this year without that person lady Georgie <laughs> Thompson or whatever her name was that blocked me on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> for being so incredibly rude I wasn't rude are you sure Sky Sports F1 right or at Sky Sports F1 tweeted um, tonight we have the F1 show with at Ted Kravitz and at Georgie Thompson or whatever their Twitter <laughs> handles were and all I did was reply going how about we have it without at Georgie Thompson <laughs> and she blocked me <laughs> Which I thought was incredibly rude. She obviously didn't like that comment very much. No. You won't be on her Christmas card list. Thank God for that. Anyway. There you go. What what have we got today? Let's clear up the TT. So basically the TT, Michael Dunlop's won everything. Yes. I, I, I'm going to, if you give me a minute, I'll, I'll get the Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, fa- fastest laps and all sorts, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, there's, there's, there's records and, and guy breaking down and... Ooh. Lots. Yeah, lots. Lots and lots. Yeah. Right, um, I do have some news, believe it or not. Ooh, news. Um, you, you may well have seen. Um, police are going to have the power to fine and give points to people who sit in the middle lane. I, I, to be honest with you, I think this is a good thing. It is. But. Mm. Go on, because you've obviously got a but. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, the, how are they going to police that? Exactly my point. Yes. Stop relying on average speed cameras, which are just a danger in themselves. And this is one thing I mean, I, I don't know, I probably did moan about it ages ago. But when we went up to Donington, there's a lot of M4, uh, M5 and M4, M5, M4, wherever I went. M42. Um, that had cones and average speed cameras saying 50 mile an hour, blah, blah, blah. There's nobody there. <laughs> What's the point? Who's going to get hurt with me doing 60? Really? I've I've often wondered this because it's not like it really gets congested. No, unlike the I M6. Mean, I mean, when the times. Are, I mean, all right, have it during rush hour, fifty mile an hour. But surely, half past four in the morning, <laughs> there is no need for me to be sat there at fifty mile an hour. Really, no, when there's no, nothing on the road but me. Uh, no, I who agree. am I going to hurt? A cone. <laughs> cone. Anyway, um, so uh, the government have announced plans to. Um, um, basically, if you're driving like a moron, you will get fined and points. Hooray! No more fog lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing that you, they, they should be policing that more as it is. But sadly, they don't. No. Sad. See, but that is the thing. How are they going to police it? They're not going to have enough police to cover the entire country and sort out all the morons that do sit on the middle lane. I think what they're hoping is um, by doing such a thing that it'll all, be in people's heads people they need like, to be because I even noticed that on the way up here because I was sat in the middle lane because I was doing Obviously. a fairly decent yeah, speed yeah. Um, but there was a fairly decent gap but I hadn't pulled in because there was a junction coming up mm-hmm. so I sat back but everyone seems to be seemed to have been doing this yeah but that's the thing when Snaking. when is too long in the middle lane too long? Oh, exactly. I suppose it it, uh, <laughs> it could be deemed that way if 
you had a completely empty inside lane, mm. I guess. That's For probably a good quarter of a mile. Yeah. That's probably the only way you can police it. You can't say, well, phew, you know, you had 50 yards you could have pulled in there, sir. Or do we just scrap the rules altogether and say you can undertake? But that requires people to have some sort of uh, tiny... Brain? T- yes. Because that means they would need to properly look on their inside. Yeah. And I don't think the majority I don't, no, I, of I don't the British think. public are bright enough to do that. You know, I'd, I'd like to think that I'm, I'm slightly patriotic, but no. <laughs> we have got no chance. I mean, there, there are too many idiots out there, aren't there? Really? I have to agree with the T-shirt. <laughs> Hashtag morons. Yes, um, I'm afraid so. So, good idea in principle... Yes. Bad idea in the fact that they'll never be able to police it. Well, I think you'll probably find a lot of people will, will be like, well, what have you done that for? You know, and it's then it's going to be, like you said, how, how do you, how do you judge it? You know, it's up to the police officer then. You had 50 yards, you had 150 yards. At yard. the end of the day, they are highly trained, allegedly highly skilled drivers. So they should be able to judge a better judge. Than, than anyone else, surely. Yeah, we'll see. I, st- I think it's it, it's a step in the right direction, but I think you need to bump speed limits up. I uh, personally, I do agree, but again, it falls to the thing that there are too many idiots who don't know how to control speed. No, true, and don't know when it's appropriate to speed. Because hmm. there are times of day, like like I was saying about going to Donington or Silverstone or wherever, when you're driving along. At Four o'clock in the morning, yeah, or even even as as early, so to speak, as eleven o'clock at night, when the motorway is not an empty, and you can quite happily bat along at a hundred mile hour, and you're without not without affecting e- anybody. No. I mean, if you if you're happy and confident your car is capable and in a roadworthy enough condition, why at that time of night? Exactly. But again, it goes to the thing that can can. Can general public yeah. be um, trusted? No. No. <laughs> absolutely not. No. I mean, I mean, another I thing you can do is... We, we is don't, don't, don't get us wrong. Neither of us are, are absolutely fantastic drivers. We're not Ayrton Senna. Um, however, there are just too many idiots out there to, to think about. Yeah. I totally agree. Because you just know that sometimes you're going to be coming along at under mile out. Or although I know you're trying to look out for everyone, you, you can you can just tell by the way people are sat in the road and the way they're hedging and, and everything else, and you know you can kind of guess what they're about to do. Mm. But one day you're just going to have someone go, ah, let's turn right, let's move this middle lane's empty. I haven't used this for a couple of miles, and out they kind of come, and you know it's going to just cause issues. Yeah, true enough. But yeah, just arm all the police, and then if they see someone doing something stupid, they pull them over to the side of the road and take them out. <laughs> <laughs> We're not an African country. <laughs> you can just randomly shoot people. <laughs> Wage civil war. <laughs> just, just there are just too many idiots. Mm. Take notice, people. But then, going down the whole middle lane route, why is driving on a motorway not part of the driving test? Good point. Surely. Why should that have to be advanced? Yeah, it shouldn't be. You should have to drive in all weathers, 
I know it's probably not so easy when you're driving just in the summer or whenever. Whenever you, you will drive in snow, you have to well, wait six yeah, months for your right, test. Not, not <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait till it gets cold. Um, no, 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 seriousness, no, not necessarily snow. Or the skid pan. There we yeah, go. Skid do. pan and motorway should be part of the driving test. Hmm. I agree with that. Because this is this is half the battle is they're not educated enough. Mm. And they don't think about what they're doing. Yet if they had some sort of more advanced training, yeah, the roads in this country would be a safer place. I agree. And a retest at the age of 60. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm. Excellent. We we're revolutionising. We're putting the world to rights. I know, we? we'll have to start the flash and fags. Fat Fag? Stick, fags, <laughs> fag stick pie. <laughs> 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 oh, I was thinking of VAG, sorry. Thanks, mate. Hagstig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to hear the end of that one, am I? Nope. I get the impression I might not either. <laughs> um, Once Twitter has heard this, it's going to be all over for you. <laughs> hey, Fagstig. Um, not fit, more news. Fit, 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 fit 500. Four candles. Four candles, yeah, God knows. Um, Fit 500. Right. And um, Smeg Fridges. <laughs> okay. They've, uh, they've amalgamated. Yes. <laughs> to make a Fiat shed. No, it's called the Smeg 500 Fridge. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I oh kid you no. not. Um, if you have a look online, you can see the images. Um, just Google Smeg 500, and I'm sure you'll find it. <laughs> It was unveiled last week in Paris. Um, basically, it's the front end of an original shape Fiat 500. Right. Open the bonnet and it's your fridge. Is it likely to be as temperamental as a Fiat 500? <laughs> you mean you, you'll have trouble getting your fridge started in the morning? <laughs> have to go around the back and hit it with armour? Yeah. Probably. Excellent. I'm sure Smeg build brilliant fridges. Oh, as do... I'm, I'm not taking it away from anybody, but... Why would you do it on a Fiat 500? I don't know... Uh, go to if you if you want to go and see it, go to www. See, we've both got um, problems. <laughs> yes, we know. Unnamed energy drinks. Um, we blame you. <laughs> Fiat five hundred design dot com, and they do, not only do they do a Smeg fridge, they do a five hundred uh, Fiat five hundred coffee table. Okay. However, there's only one problem with that site. Yeah, it's all in Italian, and all I could see was the word bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> Um, st- still on the news mm. um, I think we should mention George Michael Okay, why? Did you not hear? I did, I've heard something While trying to adjust his door Or shut properly shut his door On the, um, on the M1 He fell out <laughs> <laughs> Don't a, laugh, he was injured A, a vacuum of air <laughs> Sucked him from his car I'm sorry, have you... Uh, I have. Have you ever actually tried to open your door on a motorway? It's not very easy. The wind resistance, unless he's got suicide doors in his Range Rover. You, you would have thought that he would have realised the door wasn't shut to start with, being the fact that it's a Range Rover, it would have told him. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, I've just been driving three miles. What's that noise? <laughs> oh, I better open my door. How? How? Oh. <sighs> It's a bit daft, really. It's um, 
I mean, it's, it, the wind resistance alone, he must have had to really physically force it. I mean, what was he doing? Leaning on the door? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to know. I mean, what? <sighs> but the police aren't going to take any action. <laughs> Isn't there an offence for being an idiot? <laughs> really? I can, only assume, I can only assume he wasn't going very fast because he, he was treated in hospital for superficial cuts and bruises. However, he was airlifted to hospital. Wow, that was a complete waste of everybody's money, wasn't it? Yes. Well, I, was, I would hope a man with his sizable pockets would make a generous donation to the air ambulance. Well, no, he was probably blaming Range Rover for making a door that sucked him out. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> yes. George Michael, really? Yes. You used that line? Yes. <laughs> That's why he was leaning on the door. They're going to switch us off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, some woman nearly ran him over, apparently, and slammed on her brakes and then um, reversed her car back to uh, stop the oncoming traffic. As a favour. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. She, she Careful. Could, she could have at least finished him off. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mean this, George. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have people suing us for Flash, this. Flash has got all your Wham albums. <laughs> oh what dear! You, really? I'm I'm baffled by this story. The whole thing is a bit strange. Yeah, is a little. But there you go. Mm. I know he's put on a weight in a few last few years, but just a bounce pretty well. Um, Toyota. Yes. It's not been a good run of a couple of years for Toyota. They're recalling another 5,000 vehicles. Is there a reason for this? Uh, a brake glitch, apparently. How do you, uh, that, well, that's worrying, isn't it? We, yeah. um, five, nearly 5,000 of its UK-registered Prius vehicles are going to be recalled for modification. Here's an idea to him. Scrap them. Weigh them in. <laughs> the batteries alone must be worth a million pounds each. <laughs> um... So, if you have a Prius, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Um, yeah, basically, part of the electronic braking system is not strong enough and could crack. What is it? If it's an electronic braking system, what's not strong enough? I dread to the think. The brake light switch? Possibly. The brake pedal. Has it got some sort of pressure regulator valve made of cheese at the back or something? <laughs> what? It's probably been developed by Taiko Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. But Toyota, come on. You know, you, you're, you're meant to be at the forefront. Yeah, it used to be a byword for quality and reliability. Yes, you used to laugh in the face of VAG. The car in front isn't a Toyota now. No. And unless it's on the back of an AA truck. Or in the dealership. Yeah. Bad <laughs> Being luck. recalled. Um, Weatherspoons. Well, this could a be good. Favoured by many a tramp. Yes. Ourselves, <laughs> yes, ourselves. especially yes, cheap beer and everything else, um, has been giving it the go-ahead to open its first motorway pub, at a services on the M40. Right, okay, I'm just gonna let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> right, it's okay because its license only allows it to serve alcohol between eight a.m. and one p. Uh, one a.m. So all damn day. We'll let that sink in for a minute then. So yes, then here we go then. Right, okay. Motorway Services, M40, is going to have a pub. So, you want to stop people from drinking and driving 
but you're going to open a pub on a rather large public highway. Uh, yeah. What are they going to do? Have people on the door breathalysing you? Now you can't drive yet. What is just... What can people not go for a drive without needing the temptation to have a drink? If you can't get in your car and drive down a motorway to somewhere, I don't care how long the journey is, and you can't stop, and you really need to stop and have a pint halfway, you've got a problem. Yes. Couldn't agree more. I mean, the firm have said um, uh, that people are going to be mainly stopping for food. Because, yes, all right, give them due. Their food is relatively reasonably priced, but being as it's a service station, expect another fibre to be added on top. Yep. Um, but really, alcohol? Yeah, I know. It's Have a J spoo- JD Weatherspoon's calf or something. Exactly. But alcohol at a service station? That's ridiculous. You're asking for trouble. You know what I honestly thought you were going to say? Mm. That they have actually... Um, been given permission to start building a racetrack or something because no, no, I know no. how much money the guy has <laughs> but no. no he's building a pub on a motorway excellent work is, is it, well it's anticipated the two, uh, the two million pound development will create 50 jobs <laughs> <laughs> that's a long way to the five million unemployed or Weatherspoon's chairman Tim Martin said the company has always been innovative, in, innovative and uh, this is an exci- exciting development for us <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be the first of many Weatherspoons on the motorway. I can understand if you're staying at the services, and you might want a couple before you, you slope off to bed or whatever, but you're really? just promoting drinking to drivers. It's just, it does, to me, it's, it's just, just a, wrong. defeats the point of having all these pushes at Christmas where you must not drink and drive, and not having all these adverts where people are, you know, injured and whatever. It's ridiculous. I think it's just wrong. Really? Mm. Because again, it goes it. back to the whole there are lots of idiots out there. Yeah. And that will sink a couple of pints. I mean, what is going to happen when the first accident happens because somebody's gone into this thing mm. and had a couple or three or whatever? And I know two maybe isn't a lot for some people, it depends on how, how good your metabolism is. But a couple of pints and then they go and kill someone or have a massive smash. I mean, what? I know. How. I can't believe they've given planning permission for this. Apparently, before uh, lodging its application, they met with Thames Valley Police. Really? Yeah, and South Bucks Di- uh, District Council. Oh, okay. Well done. That's all I can say. <laughs> I really don't have any any other opinion on it than that. Well done. That's excellent work. I, 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 I can't comment on that any further, really. No. I think that's best left as a, as a, a wow... I think that might get an award for the stupidest decision in the history of man. I mean, really? Apart from putting Hitler in charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, Have you got more news? I've actually had a suggestion here. Really? Um, <clears throat> about the, uh, the whole test thing. Mm. Mother... Hmm. Has said that people should be shown how to park properly, because you think about it, all we ever did was reverse around the corner and parallel park one way. Don't you? That's a fair point. You know, how many times in your driving career have you actually done a three-point turn? Uh, I could probably count on one hand how many times many. I've needed to turn around in the road. Why do you need it? Surely you'd be better off learning how to park on the other side. Mm. 
you know no I agree you know or, or any kind of parking driving in reversing in you know tight spaces I know obviously you can't make for every situation but I honestly thing, don't when think you, when, when they teach you to parallel park they only teach you to parallel park behind one car without any other vehicles behind you exactly so what happens if you're trying to get into a gap people don't understand the left hand down right hand down there you go I think she's made a valid point there I think we need to rewrite the driving test yep it's happening well done mother (laughs) (laughs) Um, today today there was some interesting rumblings on the interweb tvr.co.uk suddenly had this he says holding up a picture interesting a, a page with the TVR logo and the words never say never say never say never are we expecting resurgence of TVR has somebody bought them well no they're still owned by the Russian engineering firm um, but apparently according uh, to pistonheads.com uh, they've spoken to um, to somebody Vladimir probably <laughs> Dietrich Probst head of marketing um, to expect an announcement within the next two weeks on an all new car and it's likely to be made in India Um, they go on to say it will probably have uh, totally new styling probably and the engine hasn't been decided on yet they're going to make an announcement in two weeks time Hmm. this is just dangling a carrot they are a little bit you, you're gonna you're gonna laugh if it's gonna be like that little developmental Aston Martin that looks like a smart like, car apparently all the jigs for the Cigaris have been f- scrapped so it means s- start again really um, interesting but I did see you pop that up earlier on Twitter well, yeah, and I was well, like what's going on here I, I thought I thought it was a bit of a, a late advert for Never Say Never Again that appalling Bond film he <laughs> um, yeah, wasn't that bad really I've, I've seen worse really yes Moonraker <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to go down the worst Bond film route but um, there we are possibly possibly <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like this we, uh, we, you kind of love TVR it's a bit like Britain's Alpha Romeo isn't it yeah ambitious but rubbish I'm not going to comment not on an Alfa Romeo no don't I've done too much bashing lately yeah yeah I'm not going to say anything in case I hurt my Alfa's feelings (laughs) trade it in get something decent don't worry I'm looking (laughs) just just don't tell the Alfa or the wife yeah she's fallen in love with it isn't she well I think she likes it Kind of tough, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know I'm going to get a message in a minute. Are you? Time. Are you sure? Do you really love it? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. I, I happened to be perusing the interweb after that TVR thing. I like you do. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was actually working. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and I came across an image that um, Speedmonkey.co.uk had tweeted yes. a little while ago, mind you, mind you. Mm-hmm. However, I've retweeted it today. So if you want to go back down through um, at Flash and Fat Stig's timeline. Um, you 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 will find it. Um, it's this picture here. See that rotting? Wow, rotting in a garden <laughs> is a, 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 is that authentic? It pains me to say it. Apparently so. It is a Lotus Carlton. 
sat with what looks like the front wheel flat or perhaps suspension slightly wow um, just sat rotting are you in sure in someone's front garden I think that is a travesty a um, Lotus Carlton if you don't know what a Lotus Carlton is you shouldn't be listening to this show it's possibly one of the greatest cars ever made it, it was the forerunner of the M5 wasn't it one of our top 10 cars ever it was well in there it was wasn't yeah, it yeah. it was well in our top 10 list um, for those that don't know the history of the um, the Lotus Carlton basically it's um, I believe it was a Chevrolet lump they used yeah, um, and they the Chevrolet to do gearbox. Um, didn't big engine. Lotus want to try Lo- and develop? They they found the Carlton a decent car to develop, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. And they decided to do so many. However, it was that fast back in 1988 or whatever. Yeah. It, it actually caused questions to be asked in the Houses of Parliament about speed and are things too fast? That is what started the, the that that was the probably the very first super saloon. Possibly one of the greatest cars ever built. Because it was, to be fair, affordable, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah well, the, the, I mean, it is now. No, I mean, to you're be fair. talking 30 grand plus for a good one. Yeah. I'll give him 20 quid for that. I'm writing. <laughs> I'll go and drag it away for nothing for you. I'll yeah. tidy up your front garden. Yes. But that is just a travesty. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I think we need to get on to some um, motorsport because although we've talked TT, we haven't talked cars. We haven't said anything yeah. about Monaco. Monaco. Uh, what can we say? Really? Um, uh, I, predi- I tried I pre- to watch it actually. Well, I predicted a Mercedes one two. Yes, I was fifty percent right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Just, that's very optimistic. I was fifty percent correct, <laughs> but I was also fifty percent wrong. I wasn't going to mention that bit. Was it, was it Vettel again? Uh, no, Rosberg, Vettel, Weber. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there we go. And Roman Grosjean can't drive around a circuit without hitting something. <laughs> We've already had this discussion, haven't mm. we? Grosjean should be in Destruction Derby. It needs to be in the NASCARs. Grosjean. <laughs> Occasionally fast, mostly useless. Yeah, I completely <laughs> agree with that statement. And he, he reckons... He, he reckons... He? Um, he's... Um, because he, he was given a grid penalty um, for, for driving up the back end of um, useless. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo. Yes. And he reckons his 10 grid place. Pe- uh, ten. <laughs> wow. Have some more <laughs> unnamed energy drink. Um, he reckons his 10 place grid penalty is quite harsh, in his words. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're blatantly an idiot. <laughs> you should be grateful that you're actually being allowed Hang to. Hang on race. a minute. Right. You were very lucky last year not to be hung, drawn and quartered for what you did. Mm. A 10 grid place penalty is peanuts. Yeah. I mean, get over it. This Learn year how to so drive. far, obviously you've had Raikkonen right at the front and everything else. But apart from if if Grosjean's not crashing into people, he's not doing anything. He sl- he shows flashes of um possible Geniusness or not geniusness? Nissness. That's not actually a word. Goodness. That's not Queen's English. No, I know. <laughs> um, he shows flashes of quite good driving, but then just falls off the track or runs into somebody at the next available opportunity. If I'm completely honest, I think everything that happened last year 
has has really dented his confidence. But yeah, that's the only way that he can drive. I think that's why he struggled so much. Is it a bit like um, Mr. Dunlop? Yeah, all or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I I probably agree with that actually. Yeah, me. And um, let's be honest, he isn't really that good either. No, no, he's not. <laughs> no. We we've said for quite a while that um, yeah, we'll leave it at that because shocking, really. He doesn't deserve a place on the grid. No, it should be me. You. <laughs> <laughs> I could think of other people. Uh, Anyone really? Bruno Senna, for Stevie example. Yeah, yeah. Bruno Senna. You know, um, there's actually quite a good actually, suggestion. I read this week. Uh, Kamui Kobayashi has said that because last year, after he lost his drive in Formula One, yeah, um, loads of fans from all over the world got together and created a fund for him to get back into Formula One. And he said, if he doesn't get back into Formula One next year, yeah. he will refund all his fans. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah. Got to take her out to Kamui Kobayashi. <laughs> there you go. Um, Weber has said he might quit. In, uh, Weber Vettel has say, said he may quit Formula One in five years. He's just following Casey Stoner. I, th- I think it was a bit of a throwaway. He, want, he wants to go and um, join the WRC because Sebastian Loeb's quit. I think everyone wants to drive in it now. Sebastian Loeb's quit. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? <laughs> There's actually been different winners. Really? But yeah. But I think it's Loeb is not same... still second in the championship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Shocking. That. There we go. Yeah, that's nice. I, I, I didn't really think much of Monaco, mate. To be honest, it, it is, it, to me, it's right. just a bloody procession. It isn't. It isn't. I quite enjoy Monaco, if I'm honest. Is it Canada this weekend? Yes. Canada's not a bad track. Canada's all right. It was a bit. In a way, it's a bit like Monaco because there are very limited overtaking places. Yes, I, I don't understand. It's like Valencia. Is it Valencia where yeah. it's like uh, why? Where it was why terrible. You... But last year, Valencia for the first time ever, it was actually quite good. You know, I, I quite like Bernie's idea of having it in London. At least you got a bit more, you know, action. Not yeah. that I see that ever happening. To be fair, it would never happen. Well, although you got the Formula E race coming there or whatever it is, mm. is it next year, or year after? But we shall see. We will indeed. Um, so Seb Vettel's going to quit in five years and join the WRC. Possible. Excellent. <laughs> I think you're adding a bit on there. Yeah. <laughs> It may be he's going to do the Dakar rally that's not in Dakar. <laughs> Don't get us started on that again. For crying out loud. <laughs> spent weeks moaning about that. Uh, um, some convenient supercar news, actually. Ooh. Although there's nothing really happening at the moment. Um, um, from our friends at v8supercarglobal.com. Dot com. Um, Ford Motor Company have announced it is going to cease production mm. of the Falcon. I have heard this. Which means in, well, when it stops, which is 2016, I believe, um, it um, won't technically be eligible for the V8 supercars. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. No Falcon. They're going to, not only are they retiring the manufacturer of the car. Yeah. And they're also shutting down um, its two Australian manufacturing plants. Um, they will be retiring the name Falcon as well. So what we're going to have Mondeos? Well, <laughs> somebody joked about that earlier on, actually. But in all seriousness, no more Ford Falcon. That's like it's oh, like taking kangaroos out of Australia, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? Really? <laughs> no Castlemaine Forex. <laughs> exactly. Well, what do you think of when you think of Hold uh, Motorsport in Australia? Holden Commodores, Ford, Ford Falcons. Falcons. 
I thought you were going to start talking about Crocodile Dundee then. <laughs> G'day. <laughs> um, but really, that yeah, is that is properly the I was era. very shocked when I read that. Very um, shocked. What I mean, are you doing? I mean, Unless they've got something up their sleeve. Maybe, but... I don't see what, though. It's worrying. I mean, the teams are obviously going to... They, they have a contract with Ford for the next few years. Um, and they're going to continue with Ford, or the ones that say they're going to continue with Ford for the time being. But, um... Shocking, really. Mm. Mm. So October 2016 means... No more. No more Ford Falcon. Oh, dear. That's a worry. Yes, you, you can hear the... Uh Weed float by head. Well, that is that is big news, really. It is. That's very bad. Very bad news. So what does that mean for the V8 Supercar Series? Obviously, this year we've had. Um, it's going to end up being like. Um, it's going to be the British Touring Cars. It is with V8 engines. It will be because it'll just be like two factory teams, which will be Mercedes and Vauxhall. Well, Mercedes. The thing is, Mercedes isn't actually a um, manufactured oh, team. Oh, is it not? No, they're, they're licensed by Rebus Motorsport. Um, which is why if you have, if you watch it there, there's no sign of a Mercedes badge on any of the logos or anything is it what's because this it's Nissan as well yeah Nissan are in there but that is a proper full on works team That's however bad. breaking news today uh, again by our friends at V8 Supercar Global they um, um, they what do they do they said there are rumours abound that Volvo <sighs> Are looking to enter the V8. Volvo V8. Interesting. Now I I beg the question because the whole idea of having the V8 supercars, technically, the cars have to have a V8 version on the road. Yeah. So the Nissan Altima has a V8 equivalent. Um, obviously, as do the Falcon and the the, the Holden and the Arebus Mercedes V8. So. To have Ford, in, uh, to have Volvo in there, they'd have to start producing a V8. Apparently, there is, from what I understand, um, there is no Volvo. Don't run a V8 at the moment in anything, um, but they can use a V8 supercars category V8 engine. So a, a a generic V8 engine from V8 supercars apparently, and just use a Volvo shell. Oh. But I mean, I was I was I'd forgotten that they did originally have a. 4.4 V8 in the in very few S80s, but I did know they'd done them in the XC90s. Uh, but that isn't uh, that engine is no longer in production, so that can't be reused. They could use it, but obviously they'd have to make a vehicle with it in. It's a bit like with the old RS200 and stuff. Mm. They had to sort of hom, hom, yeah, you're homologation. Make, yeah, you're gonna make me I'll try say and say it. it. Um, yeah, so that's quite big news actually. It is. No Falcon, uh, no Ford Falcon, and um, Volvo may be entering the V8 supercars. We're waiting on a, a, a decision. Bated, bated breath. The, the talks are at an advanced stage, so we could hear something within it's days, bit, if not hours, in fact. It's a bit yeah. like Suzuki jumping on the bandwagon for mm. MotoGP again, really, isn't it? Uh, we have had a MotoGP race, by the way. Have we? Yeah. Wasn't any good? Mm, no. Was it Le Mans? No, it was. Um, well, I probably had Le Mans as well, didn't I? Mm. That wasn't a bad race because it was wet again. Good old France. That was quite a good race. There was actually a Ducati leading the race for a good ten laps. Really? Yeah. He finished. But you keep telling me they're terrible. Yeah, I think he finished third or fourth in the end. But yeah, they're not. They're still not very good. But um, no, it was Mugello and um, 
uh, Valentina Rossi was taken out in the third corner which was <laughs> nice um, and uh, Cal got on the podium again so we've had two wins from Scott Redden in the Moto2 Moto class he's won two races so that's a Brit doing well Excellent. and Cal unfortunately hasn't quite got the bike to win was, but he's, was he um, very close the other day? yeah well he finished second um, but he's been qualifying well and has um, got another result bless him so he's been doing well um, did you want me to read out the results for the TT? Y- yeah you can do what? Well, yes go um, hang on my phone's being weird uh, the first sidecar race was won by Tim Reeves and Daniel Sale that was a good race um, the Royal London Superstock Michael Dunlop uh, Gary Johnson and John McGuinness um uh, Michael Dunlop's fastest lap was 128 miles an hour, average speed of course. Um, the first Supersport race, which is the 600 cc's, uh, Michael Dunlop, Bruce Anstey and William Dunlop. Um, Michael Dunlop's fastest lap was 125 miles an hour. Um, the Superbike race, which took place last weekend, uh, that was run, won by Michael Dunlop. Uh, Cameron Donald was second, John McGuinness was third. Guy Martin was fourth. That's probably his best result so far. Uh, Michael Dunlop did that. Average speed, 128 was the fastest slap. Um, they also, again, had the electric race. Ah, yes, I did hear that. The, that uh, the, the TT Zero. Uh, Michael Rutter beat John McGuinness by two seconds. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to go and shut the door, aren't yeah. I? <laughs> feel, feel free to talk about something. Um, well, I was just looking, actually, to see when we're on next. And it's not until... After Le Mans, nothing at all. Now where was I? We're the week after Le Mans. That's shocking. Um, second Super Sport race uh, was won by Michael Dunlop. Um, Bruce Anstey was second again, and uh, John McGuinness was third. Um, one thing I will say: um, John McGuinness has now equaled the record for uh, most podiums ever. Really? By um, by a TT racer. He's been on the podium forty times. Um, I better do the second sidecar race as well. That was won by Ben Birchall and Tom Birchall. So even the sidecars have got an average speed of 114 mile an hour. Man, they're nuts. They are. I mean, <laughs> they really, have to be really, really, to be honest with you. But yes, that that's all of the results so far. Um, we've just got the the big race tomorrow, the senior, which will have the Norton in it, which I'm very excited about. Are they going to show it on ITV4? Probably not. <laughs> And then I can ring them up and give them grief. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks, ITV. Excellent. Let's see some Norton. Um, I was just looking. I, I said we're on after Le Mans. We're not. We're actually on the Thursday of the Le Mans weekend. Excellent. We're back on the uh, June the 20th. Hmm. Um, so this coming weekend, what have we got this weekend? We have um, the Canadian Grand Prix, obviously. We do. Um, that's Spain. That's not us. Mm. Um, uh, Le Mans test this weekend uh, NASCAR from Ponoco apparently um, British touring cars <coughs> <coughs> what sorry yeah uh, who who um, and then after that we've got um, V8 supercars the following weekend Something. from Hidden Valley some British GT and uh, DTM from Euro Speedway uh, so come on then do we want to put a punt on them um, Canada? Who do we reckon's going to win this time? Well, um, I think. Um, who won again? Rosberg. 
Mm. I think he's very well, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm quite impressed with Rosberg this season. I'm, I, I'm probably going to go for... Because he did look strong, to be fair. I think I might go for Rosberg again. I reckon he might be on for a little bit of a run. Because both those Mercedes have been qualifying well. Yeah, they, so. yeah. It's whether they can hold out in the race. Obviously, we, oh, we haven't mentioned it. The whole fiasco over the, the secret tyre test that they've done with Pirelli. Yeah. And they've been hauled in front of the international... <sighs> Drama. I know, really. So watch this space. By the time we get to our next show, they may well have been kicked Things out of the may be afoot. Mm. So we'll keep you abreast of that. Obviously, no, there's nothing really at the moment to report apart from the fact Mercedes say it was all above board, Pirelli say it was all above board, and Ferrari and Red Bull both say, mm, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly how grief. the went. Um, Super. So our next show is the weekend before Le Mans. Oh, yeah? So check us out. We'll know even less I, than we do now. To be honest with you, I don't think there's any bike racing this weekend. Is there not? No, it's just TT tomorrow. Any, any, you have a punt? Uh, uh, Michael Dunlop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? How can I not go for Michael? No, no, in all seriousness, how could you not at the moment go for Michael? Yeah, Dunlop? true. Head says. Um, Hez says, I think I'm probably going to go for John McGuinness because he's been there or thereabouts all weekend. He's just not pushed on. He's not looked confident this week at all, to be honest with you. He's looked a little bit sketchy, but I think it may come together. You reckon? Obviously, my heart says... Guy. Yes. But I honestly don't think Taiko Suzuki... They're just not in it. No, they they don't deserve to have him on their bike, really. He should be riding something decent. He'd be better off on his push bike, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he might go quicker, bless him. Oh, but there you go. There you go. The Senior TT tomorrow. Listen in. And if, if you are listening right now, don't forget the TT starts on ITV4 uh, in about yeah, well, two minutes. Qualifying, yeah. It's a sidecar race, I think. Second sidecar race. Excellent. Which I've sport for everyone by turning one. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, thank you for that. That's okay. Mm. That's what I'm here I'm for. I'm sure all, all our listeners will be well chuffed. <laughs> <clears throat> if you haven't, well, there you go. Check it you out. You have to worry about it. Yeah. Shouldn't we have said before before we read these? If you are <laughs> waiting for the uh, the highlights package after this show, please listen away now. <laughs> or whatever they say. But yes. Anyway, uh, there we go. So um, we'll be back the week bef- uh, the week the Thursday before Le Mans. Exciting times. I'm quite looking forward to it. If I'm honest, I can tell. That's going to be a long weekend. <laughs> I may be absolutely useless come Monday morning, but there we go. Yeah. yeah. I still work used to that. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed for joining us. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of weeks, 20th of June. Stay uh, safe. Thank you very much. Good night. Bye. So there you go. What an interesting show. George Michael got sucked out of a Range Rover. Priuses have brake issues, and Roman Gross Gene is just plain rubbish. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next time. This was a Flash and the Fat Steak production. Copyright 2013